0: writing is a craft that has been used by god since moses penned the book of genesis however not all writing is equal hi this is esther Lowe, and you are listening to the learn and share podcast in this episode i talk with clifford goldstein about how you can write with excellence Thank you so much for being with us today, Elder Goldstein. Um, so I just wanted to kind of introduce this topic that we're going to be talking about today, and and that is writing and how to develop your craft as a writer and really utilize that in the church. How did you get involved and start writing um, as a young person?
1: Well, I guess even from the time I was young, I knew I liked to write. I just knew and then Pretty young, I knew I wanted to be a writer. And I had done a lot of writing, and I wasn't a particularly good student, you know, but I was good in English. And I I remember I used to write papers, and sometimes the teachers used to think I copied it or something. And, uh, but I wrote, and, you know, and then I wanted to be a fiction writer before I became an Avanist. And I just, I studied creative writing at college, which is fine, but you you really you, you nobody can teach you how to write. People can guide you and help you. I might be able to guide someone and help them a little bit. but in the end, if you have a natural gift and I could study music for the rest of my life, maybe I'll be an okay musician. I could study art for the rest of my life, and maybe I could do okay, okay, but i I, I just don't you know i don't have gifts in that area but if you have a gift in the writing in the end you teach you teach yourself by just writing and just i wrote and wrote and wrote and over time i just it started to develop and i've been writing now professionally for over 35 years and i'm still learning and i'm still developing my craft. So I don't think that's one good thing about it. I don't think you ever stop stop doing it. So really, in many ways, the, there are two keys. Well, there's a few points. You just got to have an innate gift. If you have it, you probably know if you do. You know, some people could deceive themselves, but if you've got the innate gift, you'll know it. The, the other thing, it's very important to read, and we can come back to that later. But I think the bottom line in the end is you just have to write and you have to be hard on yourself and you gotta push yourself and you gotta take chances and you gotta be willing to just throw something out and start again. You gotta push yourself. But those are basic things, I think, in terms of writing, how you can develop as a writer.
0: All right. You're just talking uh, kind of an overview of developing as a writer, but why is writing important to you?
1: Well, I mean, for me, I mean, I'm an Adventist. See, it was funny when I, before I got converted, when I was writing fiction and I was working on a novel, you know, and I realized I didn't really have anything to say that anybody would really care about, but I just wanted to create something beautiful with words and art for art's sake, for nothing else. And then after I became an Adventist, I realized, wow, I had a lot to say. You know, we got this beautiful message and I wanted to get it out there. And then in the Lord's providence, there was quite a bit of time, about a year and a half where I didn't really do much writing. The Lord had to take it away from me. And then the door opened for me to start writing. And I just been writing ever since then. But it's almost everything I do I like to do for the church I in other words, I have a message to get out there and I know of and no better way than through writing I mean there's the spoken word of course, but the written word it's there people could pick it up anytime so it's really I, I do want to write for the glory of God I do want to write to help people to understand the truths that we've been given so.
0: I like how you kind of talk about, like, it's a message, it's a purpose. It's almost like you have a mission statement for your writing.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I want to write truth. Yeah. You know, I want to write what I'm saying. I want it. I mean, I realize, you know, I've been publishing now for 35 years and I can go back and look at things I wrote decades ago and I could cringe a little. I It's not that anything was necessarily wrong but you grow, you mature. I mean, if I believe the same way now that I believed 35 years ago, there'd be a problem. But, oh, yeah, I do. We've got this message. I do want to get it out to people.
0: Wonderful. So I'm actually reminded just listening to you say about that, um, the the passage where it says, you know, how shall I hear without a preacher? Sure. Um, so in a, in a way, a writer is a preacher. Um, and in the same way that Paul was a preacher for 2000 years of history, sure. he was not present, but because he wrote it down, we can all benefit and hear what he had to say. Um, having looked at kind of like your message and the purpose and why it's, it's important to you, um, how did you kind of take that, that gift that you called it and really wrestled with yourself to, to really fashion your writing into something that other people would want to read?
1: Well, you know, I think, Anne, it just comes down to basic, they're just basic skills, basic techniques for writing. You know, I often tell people, as I said, number one, you just need to, one point thing for a writer is to read, particularly if you're a nonfiction writer, okay? It's just read, read, read anything you're interested in, just read. And ideally, read good writers, Read, You know, there's a whole thing about reading fiction, you know, and all that. I'm not going to get into that. I just, when I find good writers, I latch on to them and I I read them closely. And probably some of the best writing in English, it is, I think, in English, is the New Yorker magazine. Oh, really? The New Yorker is absolutely stunningly brilliant. And I got it for years. I kind of just got a little bored with it. And I, it's like I stopped most of my magazines, but the only other mag I'm getting now is I get the New York Review of Books, and it was amazing to me almost instantly. And the New York Review of Books is highfalutin stuff, but I noticed a difference in the writing, the quality of writing. So find somebody you really like. So and just, but just I'd say read, read, read. Not even so much. For reading good writers to learn from them, but you're a, I'm a nonfiction writer. I am constantly producing. I'm constantly so I gotta constantly put stuff in. I'm constantly putting stuff in because it's constantly going out. So read, read broadly, and then the other thing too is, with writers, I say there's nothing neutral in writing. Every word, every paragraph, every comma. Oh, don't get me started. It's punctuation. I can go nuts So I love punctuation. In fact, I'll tell you, there's a book I read just for the punctuation. But nothing, if, if your word, your, your article, your sentence, your paragraph, if it's not adding, there's nothing neutral. If it's not adding to what you, you're the point you want to make, it's taking away. So particularly for beginning writers, you know, subtract, subtract. I remember one time years ago, I had worked very hard on an article for the Adventist Review. And it needed, I originally wrote it three pages, I mean, magazine pages. And the editor came back and said, look, we ran out of space. We only have two pages. So I had to cut 30% of the article. And I had a much better article. When it was done, and and if you're a serious writer, you will find sections that you will love, and you'll think you will love, and it's just beautiful prose and the images and all that. But then deep down, if you read it, you if you're gonna know you're gonna be better without it. You gotta have the guts to cut it, to cut it. You gotta. It's painful process, but you've got to learn just to pare down, pare down, and just get to the meat of it and the other thing too that's crucial it it has to flow logically you know when I edit the Sabbath school quarterly in many ways I don't care if it's bad theology I can fix the theology that's not rocket science I don't even care if it's bad writing you know for the most part I can fix the writing but if it doesn't flow logically, it's death. I don't edit those things. I chop them out and start right from something from scratch. So you've got to make sure your thoughts flow point to point to point. Ideally, it'd almost be as tight as an algebra equation or as a math equation. No, that's the ideal. That's the ideal that you got to strive for. You know, there's a certain amount of just artistry. In there, and there's a certain amount where sometimes the rules don't apply. And if you could pull it off, if you could break every rule, and if you could pull it off and make it work, more power to you. But most of us pretty much have to try to follow the rules, and everything too with writing is I do love punctuation. In fact, there's a book, I've read it twice. And it's about something about one of a famous copy editor at the New Yorker. The woman's name is Mary Norris. And the book is called Between You and Me. And it's basically a grammar book. But I read, I've read the book twice. It's the only book I read. I just watch how they punctuate it, how she punctuated. And it's brilliant. And I'd say, if you're a serious writer, and you want to learn about writing? I mean, punctuation is a very big part of it. Punctuation will make you, break you. And between you and me, by Mary Norris, it's a, it's, it's brilliant. So there are some other grammar books I could read, but in the end, really, you need to just write, and you need to be hard on yourself. And then, ideally, if you could find someone. Someone whom you look, I'm 63 years old. I've been writing for decades. I would love to find someone who could hammer me, who could come at me and say, you know, this is no good, and you're lazy here, you know, and this and that. And I'd eat it up. I'd eat it up. Because again, I you you could always improve. You could, but since I don't really have that, I have to do it to myself. And you'll never be a good writer unless you are willing to be hard on yourself and you're willing to push yourself and you're willing to take chances and you're willing to be critiqued. You know, if you can find somebody who knows what they're doing. So anyway, that's just a few. Anyway, go ahead.
0: That's awesome. Like I'm just hearing, like, uh, several main ideas. One is is just reading broadly and reading a yeah. lot to get content to write about. Sure. Uh, and the other is um, learning and getting your grammar solid with punctuation, especially, um, and critiquing yourself and letting others critique yeah. your writing. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, Okay, that's, you got it. Yeah, really.
0: But coming back to reading, uh, as an Adventist, how do you... Figure out, like, you know, what what is a good writer and what writing should you read? Uh, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to tell
1: you that. you got to do that your own self. I mean, I probably read some things some people want to read. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I read broad. I read all sorts of things. I will find every now and then... I'll find something that it just bothers me and I don't feel comfortable reading it. And I will put it down. I will, you know, not a lot, but I generally don't go to the, I don't read trash. I don't read trashy stuff, stupid stuff. You know, I try to read serious books by serious authors. And, you know, sometimes there's language in it or whatever, but I, I'm, I don't know, I'm very I'm, a very, I'm a snob about what I read. I truly am. If it doesn't, if I'm reading something and it's not written at a level I just won't read it. I mean, I remember a while back, I don't read science fiction, but I had heard there was a there was a, for something I had been writing, there was a science fiction book out called The Man in the High Castle. Okay, and they made a TV show about it, and it was, and, and that was doing, because it was alternative histories, what would have happened and such and such happened. I thought, you know, I'm going to read this. And I read about 10 pages, and it wasn't, it was, wasn't that the topic that this is just substandard writing. I just don't have time to waste my time reading that. Now that can sound very snobbish and maybe it is, but I'm a professional writer. I only got so many hours in a day. Okay, so so you have to decide for yourself. But you'd want to try to find, you know, and if you're up to reading fiction, there are some. I mean, not most of the stuff is garbage. But I don't know how any Christian writer you know, you need to read people like Dostoevsky or Tolstoy. Read some, you know, they write about religious themes. These themes are there and they're brilliant writers and you can learn from them. They, they touch, they struggle with things about God and evil and, and faith and so on. And again, I I can't tell you, if you're not comfortable, don't read it. Don't, you know, don't read it, but you do need to bro- as a writer, you've got to broaden yourself. You've got to things to draw from, and then you could pull from it. Oh, I just read, read, read insatiably. I've been doing it all my life, and I have no doubt it makes me a better writer. Oh,
0: that's that's really awesome. Um, you know, as. From my own perspective, like I am a great reader and I read a lot. And so, you know, what you're saying, I can relate to a lot of that. Um, But when you come to the actual writing stage, how do you know that what you have is good? Uh, How do you know that you're just being self-critical? Well, I know
1: because I'm not, Well, put it this way. I'm not going to turn it in until I'm convinced it's good. I'm not going to turn. Oh, I do. I should say I do certain things. I sometimes just write for the money. Okay. I'll be frank. Okay. I'm doing it for the money. But it's rare. Most of the time, I will not turn something in till I feel really good about it. And then the painful thing is, and I could say this. I could say this. You could take the best thing I've ever, that I think I've ever written. I'll pick it up six months later and I'll cringe and I'll wish I'll see. I think I could be my best editor if I could put it away for six months and go up. So even when I'm, I'm, I am i i do not turn, I work hard. I work hard on my stuff. I joke with people. The golden prose just doesn't flow out. I do believe I'm a better writer now than I've ever been. I believe my writing is getting better. And I even had somebody whom I really respect once say that to me. And I felt good about that. I thought, all oh, right, good for somebody like that. But you could, oh, but again, I still say I could take the best thing I've done and a good editor will make it better. I have no doubt that. And, and sometimes when I'm done with something and I turn it in and then after it's published and I look at it later, And I thought, man, I wish some editor would have picked that up. When I get the distance, nothing I do, when I'm done, I can read it later and think, oh, man, I wish, why did I let that go? How did I? And see, some of the problems, too, is I go over and over and over. And sometimes it gets so close, you can't see it. So really, in some ways, the best thing is to put it aside. But in the end, in the end, only you, Can teach yourself how to write but you've got to discipline yourself and you've got to be willing to be hard on yourself if you do that and you've got a gift if you have a God-given gift it will come out it will come out you know and it just takes time it just takes time that's all I can say it just takes time so
0: picking up on what you just said about discipline I wanted to kind of t- change tack a little bit and just talk about dealing with writer's block and, and scheduling yourself. How do you kind of get that self-motivation? I don't want to develop?
1: deal with writer's block. Okay, I'm sorry. I just don't. I mean, sometimes it comes easier than others, but I, I, I had when I was in college. I studied creative writing at a secular college. And I had this creative writing teacher. He's dead now. His name's Harry Cruz. And well-known writer, you know, in his day and age. I mean, his books were... I used to think if I didn't think I was going to be a better writer than Harry Cruz, I wouldn't have even bothered. You know, Harry's dead now. But every now and then, things Harry Cruz said to me, even when I'm writing fiction, would come back to me. And basically... One of the things he said was, you got to put yourself in the chair and write. And you got to pay your dues. That's what Harry knocks. Oh, you got to pay your dues. And you got the block. You just sit there and just till it unblocks. And if you wait, oh, you know, you can get up, make yourself a sandwich or something, come back. But, I mean, sometimes it's easier than others. But I'm a professional. I've been doing it a long time. Okay, so I'm... Writer's block, I... Generally, I don't struggle with it. I'll get something out, and then I won't stop until I think it's good. Now, it might be trash. You know, I might be totally deceiving myself, but I won't turn it in. I won't stop till I'm convinced that it's it's a decent piece. And uh, as I said, though, when I get the distance... When I get the distance from it, sometimes I think, well, maybe you really are deceiving yourself. So it was weird, because I had one friend as a writer who, and I was really sort of surprised. He says, I put my stuff down, and six months later, after it's out, I think, wow, did I write that? That's pretty good. I have rarely ever had that experience. I look at it six months later, and I thought, ah, oh, How did I let that go? Why didn't I do something different? You know, but anyway, that's me. You know, I'm giving... I'm telling you, look, this works for me. Everybody's different. You got to get comfortable in your own skin. But you got to read. And you got to write. And you got to be your own harshest critic. And push yourself. Take chance. Because, you know, again... You're writing for the church, it's a little, I remember when I got done, when I got converted and I started writing for the church. Now I was a fiction writer and I was, you know, even ready to experiment. And then suddenly, um, not only am I writing nonfiction, which, you know, fiction, you was broad and what then nonfiction. And then I'm writing for this church. And suddenly, in the beginning, I found myself just squeezed by these parameters. I thought, oh, my goodness. And it was exceedingly frustrating to me. And then finally, I said, okay, these are the parameters. These are the, quote, rules. I'm going to, through the grace of God, I'm going to do my best to work within those parameters. So that's, you know, I don't remember exactly. I don't remember how exactly we got there on that, but anyway, it's a w- worthwhile thought for whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So As a a young person who might be listening to this podcast and and they are writing stuff that they think is good, but they haven't got it published. <sighs> how would you go from just writing and improving a craft and just kind of writing to Kind of making that leap to publishing yeah. or, or getting articles out.
1: Well, you know, then one day, the day and age of the Internet's positive and negative, you know, printing and all that's going down the, the rat hole in a lot of ways. But on the other hand, you know, the a lot of church publications, you know, the review, the online review needs stuff all the time. And you could start publishing online and get your name out there i mean those people they want if you give them i know because i work for them i've had a column for the review for 25 years i've been writing for probably the longest running columnist now except they had who was that woman there was a woman had a column. i forgot her name now Uh, miriam miriam wood or something had a column for 50 years or something some long time i've been writing for 25 years but what you need to do you need to, if you're a young writer and you're interested, start just looking for, you know, some of the... I say be careful with some of the blogs. You don't want to taint yourself. You don't want to taint yourself with some of those blogs out there and uh, left-wing or right-wing, okay? But I know, for instance, the Adventist Review, they've got their home, they got their page, they're constantly, if you could produce some, you know, stuff... Well, you have a very good chance of getting it in the Adventist Review, and that's how you get your, your name out there. And then we got the publishing house and, you know, the Pacific Press, and I know that eventually the Review is going to become a publishing house. So if you—the church does need good writers. It does need—so if you've got a gift and you're working at it, I think if you don't get discouraged, you know, you just got, you got to, and how do I say this in a way? You know, you got to do this under the assumption, you know, God is the one in whom we live, move, and have our being, and every gift, every breath in your hand is God's breath. You know, your breath is in God's hand. Even in that context, you have to have a certain degree you got to believe in yourself. And I know that sounds very, Unchristian, and I don't mean it in that way. You've just got to believe, oh my God, you've given me a gift and I'm working hard to hone it in, and I want to do your will. And if it's your will, you know, will you given me this? Yeah, there, there has to be a certain bit of that. You know, there has to be a certain amount of that because you you could get crucified out there. You can get crucified because you're putting yourself on the line and you're out there, and when you publish. When you screw up, everybody sees it. And trust me, I know, I know. So anyway,
0: how do you like take from like maybe writing a couple of things for the review or whatever other Adventist publications are out there? Is it possible to have a career as a writer in the Adventist Church?
1: Yeah, you know they there are places where they need you know our publishing house and. You know, it's, I mean, there's not tons of it. And I guess at our colleges could use teachers, writing teachers. And yeah, you do need to find a way to earn a living. You know, trying to earn, you know, I've been writing professionally, honed my skills over the decades, but I don't know if I could earn a living just purely writing alone. It's just not easy. And, and then I look at the books that sell like the best sellers I walk into a bookstore and I'll flip through the best selling books and you don't want to write that stuff. You don't want you don't want to do that, you know. So it is but you need a day job. Write, publish, write and write and write and try to publish all that you can and if the Lord opens the way, you know, that would be you know, great. But there is a need for good Christian writing out there. And there is a need in the Adventist church for it as well.
0: That's awesome. Um, Just kind of as we wrap up, um, could you maybe just call out for those writers who are listening and just kind of appeal to them to, you know, really spend time on this gift that God has given them? and, Mm. And just what would you have to say to somebody who's listening?
1: Well, again, I'd say you could have a natural gift, but You gotta pay your dues. You gotta work at it. You gotta hone it in. You gotta write and rewrite and rewrite. And if it doesn't sound like the quite the quite the way you want it, don't stop till you get it the way you you do. And don't till it does sound right till you're happy with it and then and and honestly happy with it now i you know i push myself i don't stop until i have it the way i want it to be now maybe it's no good maybe it's no good but i don't stop until then and then don't be afraid to cut to cut in most cases when you cut what you have when you're done is going to be better than most cases. Okay. Anyway, and then read good stuff. Thank you so much. Sure.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share this episode with your friends. To learn more, check us out at learnandsharepodcast.com.